let's talk about former managers, right? Um, you know, people, probably you, you know, that were in a middle management position or in a senior management position. And um, yeah, and suddenly you're switching to a system that no longer relies on managers, right? So, so what happens now? Um, well, for many people, um, that is a painful moment. Not for everyone, but for many people, that's a really painful moment. And um, what you hear over and over again is that managers are the people who resist this transition most, right? Sort of middle management is, and, and, and some of the senior managers are those that resist it most. Um, and that's pretty understandable because, um, you know, over time we identify with our social position. We identify with our place in the org chart. Um, sometimes we've invested a lot of years in our lives, sometimes not always doing work we liked or loved, you know, just to climb the ladder. And suddenly you say like, well, that ladder disappears, right? Um, for many people that is, that is really hard. Um, I've come to seeing that it's, it's hard um, not only because you sort of identify with it, but because if you really believe that self-management is a better way, a more powerful way, um, in many ways, people take this message as, well, what does it mean for this work that I've been doing for years? Like, did I do it all wrong? Was it, you know? Um, so I think it's a, it's a very important message to give to say, hey, you know, we're switching to a new model. And that doesn't mean that what we did before wasn't right. You know, it's, it served us really well in the past. It's just that now, you know, let's honor that and, you know, we're ready and move on to something, something new and something different. Um, now, so, you know, there's pain, not for everyone. There's some managers who immediately are ready to, you know, sort of give up that old identity and that old power and, and jump. But for many people, this is, is painful. Um, and it's painful, but only for a while, right? Um, there's a very typical curve that people seem to go through because I, I hear it over and over and over again. Um, and that is a curve that people say, uh, you know, at first, this is disorienting and it's painful and... Um, but after a while, when you actually get to do sort of real work again, uh, you know, really productive, valuable work, there is a, a huge sense of relief that former managers talk about. They say, you know what, I didn't realize the extent to which I was feeling pressure to, you know, motivate people below me or, you know, keep them, keep them from doing stupid things or pushing them to perform. And you know, the pressure of looking good, you know, upwards. And there's just this like, phew, this sort of relief of like, you know, these gains no longer matter. A second thing that managers say, you know, a number of months down the road is, you know what, I so much enjoy doing creative work again, right? Think about it. I mean, most management positions, you know, they're actually not that interesting jobs. You know, what do you do, right? A lot of it is you know, getting information flowing up and down. A lot of it is meetings. A lot of it is, is word memos and PowerPoint documents for that information to flow. Um, a lot of it is to deal with people issues that you might not necessarily want to deal with. Um, and actually, you know, often the most creative people in the organizations, you know, rise up to the ranks into jobs that where, you know, your creativity is barely required. And so there's really sort of an aha moment for many former managers who go like, 
wow, I actually love to be, you know, rolling up my sleeves and, and you know, do really exciting stuff again. The trouble is that, you know, you can say that up front, you know, if you're just at the beginning of this process and feel this pain now, I can t tell you how people, you know, react six months down the road, but it might not be that helpful, right? You might have to go through your own sort of mourning process and, you know, experience it for yourself um, until you come out on the other side. But maybe it's still helpful to at least know that that's what other managers say, how much happier they are at the end of it. Um, now, one thing that I think can help you in this mourning process um, is to clarify early on that, you know, in the new system, you can still be very powerful. You can maybe be even more powerful than you used to be. So it's no longer power over in the way we did it, right? That you could impose things. Um, it's power with, right? You have to use the advice process. But with the advice process, you can be really powerful, right? With the advice process, you no longer have to submit your ideas to approval. You know, you no longer have to sit in endless meetings for people to approve them. You know, all the initiatives, all of the energy you have to make changes, you can make them happen with the advice process. So in many ways, you're just as powerful, if not more powerful than before, if you learn how to use the advice process. Right? Um, another thing to understand is that in self-managing systems, there's lots of room for natural hierarchies, right? You know, if if you have a competitive spirit, like some of us have, right, you, you can still compete for recognition. You can totally compete to be seen as helpful, to be contributing, right? Um, so instead of competing for climbing steps on the ladder, um, what you might be competing for is how many times do people ask you for advice? You know, how much recognition do you get because you're really, you know, an expert in your field or because you're really contributing a lot, right? Um, so, and as a, as a middle or senior manager, you already start with a lot of social capital, right? People already see you in, you know, in a, an exposed position. So most likely you're already ahead in the game of, you know, trying to fight for a fight or to um, sort of gently compete for, you know, being seen as helpful and contributing. Um, and, you know, most organizations that go towards self-management still have a salary structure that is um, based on the notion of meritocracy. So, you know, there's still ways for you to um, climb not maybe the ladder of hierarchy, but, you know, the, the ladder of salaries that might exist in your organization. Um, now, if it's still hard, um, something that you can do is gather a group of peers. Or if you're a senior leader, it's something that you can organize um, uh, for other people right from the beginning is to create spaces. Um, you can call them you know, sharing circles, or if that sounds too uh, woo-woo, you, know, you can call them learning circles or learning spaces. But simply where former managers you know, sit around a circle and talk about their experience, about what's hard, but what's great. Um, and then suddenly you hear that some other people are, you know, further along the process and are starting to have fun. And, but actually a space where you can name that rather than staying with it for yourself. And I'll, you know, talk more about it in, in another video. Um, but so, yeah, there might be this curve for you. Um, not for everybody. Some people, you know, love it from the beginning. Um, but now the question about, okay, but practically, you know, I, I used to have this box and now what? You know, what, what happens uh, with me? 
right? What happens with other uh, with other managers? Um, and you know, here are some common sense answers that I've seen um, organizations do for that transition. Um, one, you know, that like like Favi, um, where you know the leadership simply says, "Hey, go around, talk to people, um, find yourself useful work to do." Um, right? Part of it might be that you stay in your team and you you know pick up some of the roles, the leadership roles, um, and you pick maybe some some other things in the team. Right? And some people are actually quite happy to you know roll up their sleeves again and do practical things in your team. Um, but it also might be outside of the team, you know, doing leading all sorts of initiatives, new ideas, new projects, right? That you know that we didn't have time before, that were for, for which you know suddenly time is available. And so you could have as a rule for the organization to say, hey, you know, all of the managers, you know, you have X many number of months to try and find yourself, you know. You know the role that best suits you and where you can best serve the organization and its purpose. Um, you could also create a mentoring group that is just sort of a group that you know managers can talk to. Like I have this idea, maybe I could do this, but you know it would be great to talk with somebody about it and you know get their sense. Am I on the right track? And so you could have a mentoring group um, for former managers that you could uh, could put in place. Um, another thing is. Um, that you could also offer sort of a financial package for those people who say, like, you know what, I'd actually prefer being a manager in another organization, right? That that's actually I just want to be a manager. So yeah, sure. But, you know, then you know here is a here's sort of a, a generous way for you to ease that that transition. Um, you know, quite a few organizations do this, um, and and with it, you know. People, you know, find their own ways. So, you know, maybe you're still thinking in sort of this old HR perspective where HR has to have a plan for everybody, you know, where HR is managing people's careers. Well, you know, part of moving to self-management is stepping away from that and giving agency back to people, right? And so by telling people, hey, you know, go and find yourself something that you're excited about to do, where you add value in the organization. Here's a mentoring group to help you. Or if you don't like it, you know, here's a way to leave the organization if you want to do something outside, you know, is, uh, is a way for people to be powerful about their own choices and their own careers. Perhaps you've noticed there is no paywall, no monthly membership to access this video series. That's because the videos live in the gift economy. This is how it works. I gift everything that goes into making the videos, my time, energy and insights and you get to choose what feels right to give back. Please take a moment to reflect on what would feel good to give in return to help me continue doing this work. Thank you.